10 p.m. in Pennsylvania. Try to do the show now. Fight the evil ending. Be sure to see it when you visit World. Our world is very complicated. You and your brother on the old camp jungle over there. No, they're all gone to their ancestors. And I know they're there and there. They're sleeping with their fathers, and that's why there's no there there. And yet we're here. We're here. We're the last of the there that's here. Sure. All for you out there. California and the world. But for all the rest, there is no there there. And uh, there's no there there. If there, there was a no there there, here, they here. wouldn't need us to be here. You know, with well, our definitely little bit of no. There there's no here there and no there here. Here in any there case and everywhere. We're it's not for those. The puzzling evidence radio program. Dun, da, da, da. Just look at the magnificent parade of values we bring to you. With your host, Puzzling Evidence. A continuous stream of consciousness over the rocks of memory and time. And, and now, special permanent co-host, Dr. Howe. Hello, folks. You know, Milo's right here at my right hand, just like I hope to be in heaven, sitting beside back, my Lord. I got your back. Now so, um, we went to heaven. Uh, we, yeah, I went to Jack Doctor Philo Jones. Yeah, I went to heaven, but it's not. Uh, it's not as good as. Um, it, it's really kind of a disappointment. I, it, we, we shouldn't get evidence. Into radio show is committed to bring you the finest and whatever we can come up with, and the highest quality yeah, premium exactly. service that can be found on the airway. We'll provide to you the greatest quantity of the highest quality content. For the lowest possible price. Every nanosecond of our show is exclusively designed to provide you, the listener, with the acme of maximum enjoyment. I need to know the last time I was actually there. You mean present, physically here. I remember that, but I don't remember when because it all sort of turns into a blur and my eyes are watery and my nose is running and my pants are falling down. But we're still bringing content to you that is of the utmost quality. We are doing our best to outdo ourselves in every area of the arena of radio supremacy. Me too. And even though you're not there... obviously isn't good enough. Why would you say that? Who would be better in your patented role? Name someone who you feel would be ideal for your own replacement. And we will consider that person on a pro rata basis. Actually, you have uh, seniority on this uh, show because you've called so many times. Yeah, I mean, you've got We've status. We've got to put you to you've the top of the list. You've got that thing going. And so, plus, um, you have, what can I say, that whole uh, joie de vie. The ne plus ultra. Yeah. Uh, and all of that kind of stuff. Like that there. Well, you know, I, here. Steve who? Uh-oh. 
Fortunately, there is a delay on KPFA, and that you had that Judy the other day. X down. Yeah, that's why you had. That's like why he was telling Sally too much. Typewriter yeah, ribbon. Too much because typewriter repair fluid splashed across. the It's page. sometimes a given quantity uh, produces a quality of a known proportion, and yet another time that same quantity could produce a quality of a different proportion. Because it's not reacting on the same substance. Yes, or it, it may be the same, or quantitatively the same, but uh, the uh, substance that it's reacting on is, shall we say, elastic. <laughs> and this touches on Dr. Drummond's theory of note packing. Boy, oh, 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 oh. Yes, note packing. More notes per second than any other saxophone player. Wow, really? We make up in quantity what we lack in quality. And threnody and melody. Threnody, yes, Threnody. Yes, uh, oh, wonderful Harmony, Threnody, um, you know, uh, it's all there in those. Interesting you mentioned Threnody because there's, a, there's a, a neat composition by Q.R. Gazala called the uh, Insect Threnody, I think is the name of it. And it's all done with bent, bent uh, musical instruments. And do they use real arthropods? No, they make they use real speaking spells and uh, speaking spells and all those great little toy devices that they've managed to harvest the innards out of and retweak them by molding and grafting them together in ways never intended by the designer of the device. So you can hear puzzling evidence in the background is working on his own device right now and by bending his devices in real time. Unlocking the secrets of the OGE box. Wow, that ah. sure is a complicated chunk of technological gear you've got secrets there in your uh, the OTE What the heck is that thing? Is it a tell us if there's life on the show? You're recording over his show. He doesn't need his show. I need my show. You're recording over his show with a higher quality show of lesser quantity. And he can't even hear this right now. Even though it won't last what as about long. The those few seconds Enduring that exist will be of such This is where we balance and find that point this of equilibrium. This is where the stone daughters of Niobe and produce on a scale of supply and demand that quantity which is perfect for that. It was said price. that in the city of Thebes, the brass statue of Prince Memnon gave a shriek each morning as the sun's rays touched it. It made this strange grating cry, but that was simply because of the expanding metal and a common scientific phenomenon these superstitious peasants never could understand. It was not the god speaking at the break of day through the statue of Prince Memnon. Or was it? The choice is yours. What are you going to believe? Choose well, my son. Find and fulfill your destiny. Yes. Um, you will be called when the time is nigh. And when your preparation is high. From world to world, from sun to sun. When three become two and two become one. 
But what is luck? But where the intersection of preparation meets opportunity. The seeker will lose the one who is sought and give the gift that cannot be bought. the land beyond, beyond, from the world past hope and fear, I bid you, genie, now appear. Heaven, everything heaven. is fine. I'm in heaven. So what's the weather like tonight? Horrible. In St. Louis. Oh, in St. Louis, it's probably great. It's you know? 54 it's St. degrees. They've got great 54 degrees. Man, no, I wish cloudy. I were there right now. Kind of cloudy. I remember that rain. I remember. I'm going to find a town it's raining in right now. It's waning. Hey, last night it was thundering and lightning flashing. The rain yes, prefers the day. There was no rain, but there were all the special effects and fireworks. Because the cosmic rape on board causes the clear formations. Because I, thy God, am a jealous God, and rain down iniquity upon thee. Yeah. There were too many so, uh, lightning bolts in the bed, so I threw some of them out. So, um, oh. the uh, meteorological station is reporting a profound flux in the weather report that's just come out. You see, it is a fluid, dynamic system, so it's really difficult to predict fluid. over the long <laughs> term. Over the short term, you can make a fairly good actuarial statistical prediction, but over the long term, it's going to be wiggly and jiggly and slither out of your grasp and make you look like a jackass. If you put yourself down for any particular Don't weather formation... What is it about a jackass that's so bad? You felt comfortable being a jackass your whole life. Oh, and now, well, as people point it out, why should you feel shame? Why should you feel derision? It's your right. It's your nature. Well, you know, uh, when he was a young man, the poet Coleridge wrote a poem to a jackass that he had encountered, which was unfortunately called To a Young Ass, considering uh, uh, Coleridge's own age, and it ended with, I hail thee, brother, spite of the fool's scorn. You know, because, like, he's one I with all living brother. things. Yeah. And, uh, like you us. Know, and a jackass is not ignoble because it's a living creature of God. Right. But, but still, not good to write a poem called To a Young Ass when you're that's a young a, poet just starting out and then yeah, end up by bad. saying to the jackass, I hail thee, brother, at the end of, of the poem. Yeah, not, it doesn't really set your expectations for standards at a very high level that will be admired. You just lay yourself open for criticism. It's a competent piece They're of looking work, for leadership. Like They're looking for well, some lofty uh, spin that they can put on the word of the day and then go forward with well, their mission in life. Some words you just have to leave out of the lofty spin, and among those words are jackass. Hey, this is a song I heard on another show. What What is this? What is this the significance of this song? It's from a web series on YouTube called The Guild. And I sent you the, I think I made the same first episode. It just said, this is pretty good. I don't know if anybody liked it, but I thought it was really funny. I think the show may be funny, but that song is kind of like, it sounds like a, a, a video game. It sounds like a nightmare. It's supposed to. An unending nightmare. That's kind of the whole point, I think, with all this crossover stuff is you... 
That's just light up there. It's not real. It's all fake. So now that you know that, you can calm down and stop claiming that things are fake. We're bringing it from the Diana Mine. Diana Mine. You wouldn't be talking about the Reverend Back It On Up. Spectologist. She's an incredibly beautiful subgenius et from the East Coast. Reverend Bacatal up. Back it on up. That's yes. funny, that's funny. She yeah. was at at X Day. Ah, uh, now profound. Yes, she's uh, quite uh, exquisite in, in every way. Sorry, and her boyfriend in every is a, way? In every way. And her boyfriend is a trained martial artist who can break every bone in your body. And does he find the need to defend her at a moment's notice? No, no cowardly subgenius dares like to you? approach her. She's blindingly beautiful, but no one will even say boo because they know that the Reverend Sifu is standing by with heavy-witted eyes could pick them up and wad them up into a ball and crack all their bones. A lot of subgenius guys won't ever speak to universe, them anyway. You know, Hi, you're... <laughs> Those subgenius guys like the ugly better. They, that's just the best they can do. No, no, it makes it easy for their egos to accept that the, the, uh, when they get turned down, it's easier for their ego. Well, isn't this a bunch of boys talk uh, sweaty locker room chat? It's one thing to be turned down by a beautiful woman, because you expect that. But when you get turned down by a less than beautiful woman, which is going to happen, but you don't expect it as often, there's a problem. Well, it depends there. on what's going on. You might not expect it to happen at the particular moment that it happens. It's going to happen. Get used to it. Get yeah. used to it, pal. In fact, why try? Just give up now. Give up. You're acting as though what you do is something which you rationally plan and carry it out. But actually, your behavior is somewhat automatic, being run by your subconscious mind, which recognizes your own desires and wishes, even if you are trying to censor them. That's what he's telling you right so now. So you gotta. <laughs> That's you, what he's telling you. Gotta you. grab the reins if you want. That's what he's telling you. But he's telling me something completely different. He's See, providing a script to me to read, and then I get to edit that script my on the other side of my brain. Winning course, and it's the interaction between my left estate. side and my right side that determine the output, the final output of what the script, the metaphor in the for which I will then play a role. Thinking from the back side of the brain. And what's the purpose the of this metaphorical role, the, this game we play with our... Located over brain the pan. corpus callosum and just posterior to the anterior frontal Have you ever thought that just like everything else in evolution, that the human the brain, the thinking quality the of the brain has to evolve? Of it's got to evolve. It one time thought about itself in a different way than it thinks about itself now. And irrespective of however your brain happens to be thinking about itself, into you may or may not be complicit with that very oh, I know, friends. I've been there. Conversation. I've, I've seen it. In fact, I've even done it. If you you've actually really thought about to. thinking 
with yourself? Oh, who hasn't thought about thinking? You know, thinking about thinking is an, uh, like chasing your tail. That's a fool's errands. It's a it fool's errand. It's really, like a circular firing squad. You're following the basic dictum of thought, which is to eliminate thought. But the subject of your thought is thought itself. So you can't really get there. But it's always fun to visit those I like it. It's like a Mobius strip of uh, thinking. Yes, with Mobius Rex and making jokes and... Uh, Oh my goodness, uh, the church service has started. Of, kind of. Well, I was thinking about old Mobius because we were. We've got to come in and sit down and when, be quiet uh, we during were in the Berlin service. Or, we were. Sort of, kind of, yeah, Goldfield is where he disappeared to, but he's listening right now. Well, so he, uh, he is out there us. performing his <clears throat> weird experiments. The other person who's listening right now is the, the host of the show before us. <laughs> That's uh, Clem Cadiddle. I'm showing him on Channel X. From the Cloud Cuckoo Land on the Channel X. So don't say anything, anything discreet. <laughs> Now I know you're not uh, interested, all of you, in all the boring technical details that cause earthquakes, volcanoes, and other immediate changes in our environment. Tearing everything up around here. Oh, we're going to break a lot of records I'm going in the to studio, town. Uh, folks. I'm going to go to town. Indeed, in more ways than one. As I'm going to go to Fish City. Let I'm us now to Fish City. You go ride? to the town. But what town, you ask? Why, any town. And not just any town, town USA. USA. It's any town, Earth. Planet Earth. So follow UNESCO on a tour of the world's most extraordinary places, the tank towns and so two-bit podunk the flea pits of the world. I mean, uh, uh, Mohandas Drummond was coming in. Mohandas Drummond. Yeah, yeah, where is he anyway? Mohandas, he was supposed to be here. <laughs> where is he? I thought uh, he said he was coming out. Yeah, I thought it was the Mohandas will of Allah. Drummond? Yeah. yeah, he is coming out. Well, when? Is when? That... So is Christmas. He's going to be out uh, starting October the 1st. Oh. So October the 7th, I mean the 2nd is a show night. So There we go. We there will you go, be having a... Jim Stop at all. That's what's happening. A final... Jim Stop is coming no, no, but you know, the other thing Chimp I need to think about that I have not crowded. thought about Chimp is the Oregon is in San Diego. Oregon. Yes, you've got to get into the Oregon box. You've got to get into the yeah, Oregon box. Yeah, I finally got a hold of Crawford. Well, I was sent that my air coming. information by one told, uh, Johnny Brainwash. It should be fun. And so you're on the... You're on the whole thing now. And did you talk really to Crawford to after all? Did you, know you did you have yeah, a govery yeah. for yeah. the wish Wouldn't that be cool? with Crawford? It would be neat just to morale. You'd have to do that soon, though. No, I know. That's what I was thinking. His morale building is the, What's taking the, the stuffing the out of everyone. What's the thing we don't want to talk about? Um, the subgenius show that... Uh, that's a good mention. one. I don't know. Is it the it's 11th or something? PDX... Oh, that's right. Devival. Right. PDXDevival.com has the all the information, or will, when they set it up, those lazy slug of Stupid old yeah. show people. Now, I'm telling you, they uh, have it all sewn up <laughs> oh, and oh, in sorry, the bag. It's uh, a done deal. Uh, the uh, so fat it's, is it's in the fire, the fumets have hit the windmill. The wow. My, uh, the whoa. My, what? My partner and I were wanting to do it. A duet, and I don't think we're going to be able to. Well, because we're going to have our daughter with us, and and the, and she can't really be in the club, so we'll be trading off, and uh, so 
Because I've got like 15 tapes I haven't looked at yet. It's like, it's like until I look at enough and look at those tapes, I'm not going to make another one. It's just, what's the point? It just adds to the vibe. So I went up to the Oof Hall in Point Arena, and the and the guy jumped around with his bass on a on a strap. The Tornado Rider. Yeah, how was that? The tornado wow. Rider. He's great. Really fun. They were. Uh, he was super bothering somebody because. Uh, our host told me who it was later, but there was some, you know, like rich folks who were there, and, and the woman. Oh, they didn't like him. Oh, really? Well, it was funny because he, he's like, who wouldn't like him? He wraps his arm around her leg, looking up at her, going, <laughs> and stays there for the longest time. And then they, you know, there's more show, and then he, he follows them out, so I follow them out into the hallway where I can hear the music up in the hall. They're cool. fuddy-duddy granola-eating uh, bourgeois out there. They can't appreciate the tornado riders. They were at Burning See, Man. They were on the main stage at Center week. Camp Cafe. And uh, another annoying fact about Burning Man, but I thought you would enjoy it. I forgot to tell you that when I was out on the playa, although I never actually went to this installation, far away in the distance there was a giant reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder. With turning green reels oh, that were man, turning at cool. just the right speed, and it, you know, it did not look like a mock-up. It looked like real? the real thing, except of course it was huge and in the distance. Oh man! And that I thought was wow. really cool. Wish you had a camera. You've seen I should so have many a camera. In your life. Everybody's got a camera, but me. Tell But on the other hand, everybody is already taking pictures. So why should I add to how, the photos? How big a uh, storage capacity on your new computer? Pictures Quite are. a lot, especially since a lot of the storage capacity that was taken up by movies and things is now gone. Right. But it's a new one, and it has more yeah, exactly. storage. Yeah. And supposedly I can put DVDs and watch them. And uh, you know, can you put? Can you? D, you can put a D on the DVD. A D on the DVD. I'm just saying, you know, you got three letters there, and they're like, two of them are the same letter. Give me a D. And if you put an extra D on Give the DVD, a it's going to be like DVDD. Well, now, you know, I barely can understand the concept of Dick and DD. I mean, DVDD. DVD. DVDD. Do you remember Dick and DD? They yeah. were a, they were a, a dynamic They had a song young... called uh, Thou, Thou Shalt, Shalt Not, Not steal. steal. Yeah, right. <laughs> when is this? That, can you in believe we remembered that? And they also had the uh, version for our Spanish. Yeah, they had this. Dick had a real high falsetto. They were one of those high falsetto yeah. guys, that, and so it was all this hideous uh, falsetto That's piping. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, right. God, man, I can't believe that. And that was Dick. You should have heard Dee Dee. You should have heard Dee Dee. She yeah. had a higher falsetto yeah, than was, Dick. Yeah, it was really easy talk. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, so much for the phenomenon heard of about Dick Dick's and Dee Dee. He had an accident? Yeah. Oh, that is sad. That's what led to his skills as a...
Castrati. Oh, yes. He was riding on the hood of a Mercury and the hood ornament. Uh, well, when he, he went forward, the uh, hood ornament retarded the progress of his cullions. Actually, you're right. That's totally untrue. I, I shouldn't spread such a story. It's quite wrong. Never wait, happened. Wait, now, you're, you say it's untrue, and yet I heard this story myself. You did? Well, day. maybe it's right, then. I yes, guess I, I, I must right. have I think forgotten. you just happened to there think of the Wicked same Wikipedia thing. Page on it it's perfect. Oh, but who can trust those wickets? It proves that in disparate cultures, the same concepts can be developed. Well, you could. You've got the computer over there. You could just ask it what happened to Dick and yeah, Dean. you could just do it. The same concepts that emerge on one continent oh, cultural development stage can also uh, Look at those concepts. Elsewhere. They just emerged. Hmm. They look like school. a cookie. I'd like cutter, a cookie, too. A cookie cutter concept that we can all get behind. A cookie cutter concept in a little box mm. on the hillside. It's all made out of shiki looking just like and every other little, little box. Candy dots. The organization man in his charcoal gray shark skin suit. Hey, he's still here. Marching like Hurry, an hide army the stuff. of hide the radar activated Uh-oh. Buttons. Here he comes. He listened. Complete he must have been listening. conformists in Look. an interlocking society. Man... You're messing with his stuff now. Man, who art thou? That he should be mindful of thee. Wast thou there when I fashioned the foundations just of the Just jerk it out, man. Jerk it out. Huh? Canst thou draw out Leviathan with a hook? I'd like to see yeah, you try. Yeah, jerk him out. You can draw. Now, if I'm you're not juggernaut, trying to be What if Juggernaut faces Leviathan? Then what happens? Well, he pulls back and he pulls you into his What was that other one in Job? There was Leviathan and who was the other one? The other creature of... Doesn't get as much airplay as Leviathan. Well, Leviathan is simply mentioned by the Lord. But there was Satan. No, I'm thinking of that other one. Satan is in the book of Job. Satan and God in heaven are uh, having a nice little visit when the whole Job matter comes up. So uh, that is another character there. But uh, the Lord reminds Job that he can't draw out Leviathan with no hook. And that's a famous passage. That is a famous passage. Oh, that's one massage. of them. Oh, but there are many, many uh, in that book. It's a that's it's a, a wonderful, nice little self-contained story. Yeah. Far more interesting than most of the Bible. The far Book of Numbers will put you into a coma. The Book of Numbers. Uh, yeah, it's, that's one they call, refer to boring people as a numbers guy. Well, yeah, they he's do. a numbers guy. They tell you who you begat who, but they don't say how don't, it happened. If you follow me, yeah, you can believe what he said as long as you don't want it to be anything interesting. Now, on the other hand, the story of Samson and Delilah, of Absalom and Achabod, the story of Nahab, the good book, and the good stuff in the good book, in the valley of Hebron, down there in the furnace, the hottie, and the name of this river is the Shehorah, and it floweth to the west, where lies the city of their soul. And, and it was verily here I say unto leader as of the out the people went into of his tent Moab, and his wife, who was Moabi, and she did conceive the what he was doing, domain. but too late, and okay, I'm writing it right nine now. months later was delivered of Yehal, son of Shetnab. 
and Yehab dwelt in the land shut down the upon the nab until nab he was people. 14 stone and big for his age. Yes. So Shehab, or whatever his name was, was set on this a donkey, is, or maybe it was a camel. This is a recounting and, uh, of the boring parts of numbers. No, this is the interesting part. This is the, in yes, I forgot. This is the And don't forget part. who sold his birthright for a mess of pottage. I wish I had some of that I right now. I wish I had some of that pottage. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is really good pottage. This is the kind of pottage that when you open it up, it's like... And then there was the last of the Neanderthals, the way it Esau, the hairy man. Remember the yeah, hairy man. He, he was, was cheated. Red... He was cheated by Remember? the Cro-Magnon yeah. man. He was... Uh, Esau actually means the hairy one, right? Now, yes, the hairy was, man. What does Jacob mean, though? Well, I don't know, but he wrestled with Yaakov. the death angel. Yaakov. He could, uh, he could fight the death angel. Um, but, 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 um, it means one who is called, is that I what, Jacob yeah, means? Yeah, yeah, one who is called. Similar to our concept of the epopt, J.R. Bob Dobbs, because the epopt is one who is summoned, uh, the, uh, he's, uh, the, the anointed one, he has been anointed. Verily, he has been chosen. He's been chosen. Yeah, he's the uh, one. Yeah, he's the one. Thank God it wasn't me. Yeah, and so on the twenty-first of January, nineteen eighty-four, he met his bloody rendezvous with destiny, nailed up on the cross of uh, puzzling evidences gunsight. And um, those of us who were there will never forget as Dobbs went down, still grinning, laced with his golden blood. Oh, what a fall was there, my countrymen! Yes. Then you and I and all of us. Okay, I got down. that definition. Uh, Jacob actually Jacob? means not one who was called, but one who has been strong against God. Because you, you remember, he was the one who wrestled the wrestled the, the uh, angel. angel. Yeah, he was strong against God. Huh? Yeah. Well, he, he wrestled the angel. He's like the uh, the skeleton oh. at the feast. And I have heard that the one he's who the wrestled God. Actually, I remember hearing that or something. Wrestling so. with God, boy, that's a, a privileged thing. I no bet he kidding. knows some great holds. Though. I bet he does. If you put God in that belly-to-belly -belly suplex, oh, man. And then he, yeah, he had him in a double clutch and had a finishing move of an atomic power bomb. Wow. Man. No chance. And God could sell the moves. God sold those moves. Everybody could believe that he was actually doing that to God. You just wouldn't have a chance. Even though God could have wiped him out just by, in a blink Once of an eye, just thinking about it. Go out on the field. He actually, you know, well, he had his... Feller his, in the bright He had one of his, his lackeys, one of his angels, actually doing the dirty work. You know, getting dirty with uh, Jacob, with Isaac. But it's all Other a manifestation. Have, you know, he was known as Isaac more. as well, and his brother Esau. He was the father of the twelve patriarchs. But didn't Isaac course. disguise himself as Esau? At least he put hair. Yeah, he on had to trick his brother because he was trick his father's because he's trying to get his brother's endowment. He was trying to break, get the legacy, and he had to trick as Isaac that actually tricked his father into out of Esau's legacy. So at that time, the good guy uh, won. The Jacob good guy was, lost in that case. Was not had hadn't got very good eyesight. He put, yeah, so he, he put he, a uh, sheepskin on his arm so that when his father felt his arm, he thought it was that burly flesh of Esau. He thought he saw Esau. He saw Esau sitting on the seesaw. But it was an illusion, an hallucination, and it caused 
the disenfranchisement of the hairy Neanderthal. I saw Esau sitting on the seesaw. I saw Esau with my girl. I saw Esau sitting on the seesaw. Esau, seesaw, all around the town. He's sitting on the seesaw and he's going up and down. Thank you. Thank you so much. And now we're going to be here all night with the Puzzling Evidence Song Festival. So gather round, guys and gals. This is a really hot and happening number, which has been heard in every sock hop and mixer from here to the Chattachoochee River. Let's all give a big hand to Mickey and the Electric Baboons. Hey, Rob was playing this up at the cabin. The cabin? You mean the common law cabin? The common law. Where the law. Yeah, where we were uh, just. Oh, that cabin. Yeah. Yes, the I rain. am. Paticello. It was the most mellow. But, uh, yes, there was a time when everybody went According away. to the standard, uh, the Greek... me the and Greek. The, and our derivation of the of nice. the standard Yaakov means leg to... puller or heel. Heel boy, heel. Also known as Israel in Hebrew. Fetch, fetch, fetch. Means struggling with God. Do you want to see the most beautiful thing I've ever done? Was Lie the down. third biblical Roll patriarch, over. an Lay ancestor down. of the twelve tribes of Israel, named after ten of his twelve sons, as well as the two sons of his son Joseph. It's so much genealogy in there. Yeah, that's where they start talking about Reuben and Simeon and Levi and Judah and Dan. Right? Simeon, yes, there's another pre-human, proto-human in it. Yes, that's where Simeons came into the mix. In those days, the Bible itself is full of secret messages about evolution, ironically, to those who seem to believe it is an alternative. As a, here's, here's a perfect quote. As a result of a severe famine in Canaan, evolution selected the 12 tribes of Jacob. Yeah, it says so right there in the Word of God. So evolution selected. Yeah, I don't know why people... You know, having such a problem with thinking that the Bible and uh, evolution are not synonymous. Well, they simply want God to operate directly instead of through a system. Well, he does. And they also want everything to be literally true because they hate the idea of... Everything is true all the time right here in the Bible. They don't like the idea of stories and, and fiction, but God himself told stories when he thought it was a better way of telling the truth. But it was just a metaphor for the words that were strung together in such a way to provide meaning to the human intellect. Just try to tell that to the nearest river. Well, even the nearest river has a brain inside its... The river with its brain. Has a brain at the bottom of the river. At the bottom of the river. What about attack of mushroom people? In the cave of Pila. Scary. Haven't you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. That Japanese movie? Yeah. A bunch of swinging guys and gals leave Japan on a pleasure cruise, but they end up on Mushroom Island, where they're turning into huge mushrooms, wailing and rooted to the spot, you know, an endless hallucinatory scene that goes on and on. I lost 
Have you seen yokai monsters? Yokai monsters? No, I haven't. They're really like... It's like a Chinese ghost movie. And the monsters are um, like rubber suit monsters, sort of, from as if all the monsters look kind of like Banana Splits characters. They're really goofy monsters. Like H.R. Puffin stuff. Huh? Almost. They just stop trying to make monsters look good. They look good in a cool way, in a really ridiculous way. In a floppity, puppety way. No, they don't look like puppets. Oh, they, they don't. Look more like CGI, but done to based on what the puppet's physiognomy was, you know? It's like that sort of an approach. Let's go look at Drooper and Snoozer and the other two. In the third Banana Star Splits. Wars movie, and let's suddenly use became them as the prototype Muppet opera. to base our CGI characters on, see? CGI. So what's happening this weekend? He is dead. What is going on? Is there a David Doyle sale this this weekend? I don't know. Let's call him up. There's the weekend Subgenius Film Fest at my house. The weekly Subgenius Film Fest. Hang on a minute, man. I can't concentrate on this difficult piece here. Wow! Look at Philo's fingers fly over the keyboard. They sound like. Uh oh. Spooky face man. It's like the show. It's all spooky and everything. Yeah, and then somebody loses an eye. Yeah. Well, that's next week, right? Yeah. And a tooth. You'll finally get to fire that BB gun. Yeah, we get to we get to figure out where my brother is by where the BB lands. We're just going to shoot the BB into the air. And then wait an appropriate amount of time for gravity to take effect. And then we can, when we hear the crying and screaming, we'll know we'll be able to triangulate to where the location of my brother is and the location of the BB, of course. We won't so you have it all worked a, out. We're going to take a, a lottery and guess which eye it might fall into. Really? Right. We think from that altitude, it probably won't cause any lasting damage. Is he right or left-handed? He's left-handed, but he is very, very much uh, uh, amb ambidextrous. Well, then it could go in either eye. He's, he's like that in public? Yeah, he actually does it in public. Wow. Does he both need to go hands to the hospital? at the same time. He doesn't need to switch off. He just uses both hands. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing to watch. Yeah. It's very hard to watch. It's very difficult to watch. Uh, you have to really apply yourself and take this training course that Dr. Hal offers. The success in sex and real estate course has been taken by thousands upon thousands of individuals all across this great land of ours, from the rock-bound coast of Maine to the sunny shores of California. And for certification purposes, we require our users to take the Dr. Hal course, and it saves us to, uh, the money of actually providing our own training course, and we know that the stringency of the Dr. Hal course is of such a high, high, 
quantity come, come. and quality. I am quality. not strict, at least not to everyone. We're, we're talking about they have said I was strig- harsh and the uncompromising. Of the, but the verily, rigorous, uh, I say unto them, the I am itself. only as harsh as truth itself, That's right. and as truth uncompromising as justice. So come unto me, ye that are heavy laden with uh, unwanted cash, and lay it upon my smoking altar. The road and to we truth will is smoke together. straight and narrow. Then you and I Where's shall explore the, road the wonder, Iniquity. the mystery, and the all-out lunacy of Dr. Howland Owl's award-winning course in sex and real estate. I'll Chapter be there with one. puzzling evidence and the rest of the crew because we, we can't think of anything better to do than spend another day in the Dr. Howell's Success in Sex and Real Estate course. Oh, there are incentives, sir. Yes, of course, the uh, the bevy of beautiful babes that will be passing out a yeah, right. copious you know, quantity of you, we have some difficulty with adult them this beverages. The, oh, yeah, the, the if they do, they're going to do that after all? I thought they the refused to... Well, that's Massive great. That's wonderful news. You see, we are able to provide this service after all. prepared victual culinary delights to swell in your Yes, those vittles you're not going to forget. Clampus uh, gut. E. Clampus uh, gut blowout. Gut, gut, gut blowout. Gutage. Too bad about the, like uh, to these hornets or yellow jackets. Wish Somebody took a yellow jacket uh, attractant and smeared it around here. All over your Just head. like it. They did that on your head. Isn't that a strange, strange thing? Yeah, they're, they're landing there. Yeah, <laughs> you can see them buzzing. But they're not actually... They're just landing there. I think they're going to actually... That, that attractant makes them want to have... Have yes. bug sex Go ahead with and your skull. It. With yes. your skull. It won't make any but difference. But there is no aperture the for them to fix their long, distended... That's uh, why they make an aperture. If you'll look at what they're doing here, they are gathered around the foramen magnum. So, um, and uh, I've seen any good movies, uh, moving pictures. Ouch, that hurts. Moving pictures lately? Movies? Films? Let's see. I've seen several, but they've mostly been the older ones that have uh, been seen by many, many people. Attack of the Puppet People. But you are familiar with the Attack of the Mushroom People. Uh, Yes, I am. I am familiar, but not so much from a direct relationship other than actually seeing and reading about it several times in movie uh, journals and what have I you. saw it once when I long ago when I was a kid, and yet there are certain things that stick out in it. But wasn't uh, it a regular favorite. participant in Famous Monsters of Filmland? Photo, photo montages and maybe they, uh, you know I always wondered Castle why they ran those pictures. There I was maybe always, Castle of Frankenstein or one of those competitive. Frankly, they ran any stills that they had. They just came up with a caption for it. Boy, wouldn't I love to put out a monster magazine of my own, but it would be pointless because nobody reads magazines, and also... Um, Some of those niche magazines are actually do. I've got well. a huge collection of stills. Every time I went to New York, I used to go to this place called Movie Star News, which was, was in those days, a giant barn of a place, and you could... They had stills from every movie that you could buy. We would uh, walk in there and open these filing cabinets and look up any movie that you wanted to steal from. Maybe they're still there. Still... 
there. Did you ever think about scanning those stills and having a, a digital copy of them? Well, what the what hell use would be that? Then it would be digital like everything else. These are stills you can hold in your hand and watch the gloss on them and smell the developing fluid. You can lick the, lick the corners of them. Uh, that's a little farther than I want to go. But the next time you're over at the place, just remind me and I'll pull out my still-engaging collection of stills. Yeah. To me, it doesn't exist until it's been digitized. Some of them are rather good. Uh, so others are boring, mediocre, nothing happening. Yeah. Just people standing around. But some are action stills, as they call them in the still collecting trade. Like action casinos. Yeah, action. Yeah, I like this music better than yeah, the other one. Now I'm good. going to talk to you. First, four, six, Hal, four minutes sexy real estate seminar on ontology and Okay. No one will those be listeners who care, allowed like to taxi drive go to the back during this uh, lecture. It rained in so, since it rained down we must begin with some subject, let me explain this. The reason that no one is allowed to go to the bathroom during the Ask Dr. Hell Success in Sex and Real Estate course on the ontology of consciousness is that uh, there is a historical precedent. Really, there is. I wouldn't kid you. Yes, you see, Louis the Fourteenth didn't like people to get out of the coach and do their business. And so he made everybody who rode the endless miles with him in his tiny bladder and perfectly controlled intestines, you know, bounce along in the coach in agony. Who did including this? Louis the Fourteenth, the Sun King. Uh, he didn't like, you know, he wouldn't stop so you could go to the toilet and people had to hold it. It would be the worst solecism in the world to let go in front of the king, the king of France, the the head of all civilization. It would be the disgrace no. that would, it, you couldn't do it, but disgrace your you'd family be forever. horribly uncomfortable. And not just one of his many ways of exhibiting and maintaining power. Power. Political power power of the monarch uh, but but who knows it could be like being on chick and john's bus where he doesn't let you get out uh, even though you've got diabetes and... oh, yeah, here i am back there now it's an amazing a flashback in time this is the sun king yeah well i wanted to get uh, a petition but louis was very good at avoiding those uh, in fact it was very difficult to see him at all of course one had to receive his favor. In those days, palaces did not have corridors at all. They just had rooms opening into other rooms, and you have to go through endless rooms before you got anywhere near the royal appartement of, uh, of the king. But, oh, so, it's so cool. If you've ever been there, it's just... You can tell, though, they were already dealing with issues that had to do with trying to economize and still be as audacious as humanly possible. This, the ostentation of the place is just so, so unbelievable. And yet, the way that, that's where they developed a lot of their faux design techniques was in the building to be able to extend that ostentation for as long as they did required a lot of uh, trickery for the uh, Originally, designers. it was just a hunting lodge, and uh, for some reason, Louis wanted to turn into the grandest palace in the world. And they said, but your majesty, there's no water here. This is a terrible piece of land. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, you couldn't pick a worse place. It's going to be well, terribly difficult. 
Let's the build a here. garden then. And so uh, <laughs> they had to tax the French people, and indeed they had to revise the entire economy to support this enormous building project. And those reforms turned out to be good for the country That's in a right. strange way. Strange and they way. did build the gigantic palace of Versailles. And, and it the was uh, the, gardens, the constriction. The fountains of the Petit Trianon. The magnificent splendor, the fireworks, the assignations in the bushes with the royal mistresses. And there was the a lot of that introspection uh, that was going on in the monarchy uh, at the time that that uh, that caused the external growth of a different mindset, a different thinking, this anti-monarchical Mindset. That happened later, but that's because the they the inheritors. But not of too the, much later. Not too much later. The seeds were already set then at the the uh, that, that time. Well, actually, it was later. It was it later in the life of the Bourbons had people, their their troubles, but um, but that's the way it goes when you take over. If you're like the world overlord. If you want to become world overlord, you have to realize there's going to be some people that are also looking for that slot. To get there, you have to want to be it more than anything else and then uh, be Go willing on. to be it until uh, you drop down either by the assassin or by exhaustion right. from the job itself, the which is no uh, sinecure. World overlord is hey, a hard be the job, one. man. Did you, watch Did you see that Jet Li? Yeah, I like that Jet Li movie, The One. Did you see that one? That was good. I was thinking if you watch the movies, the French Navy at that time is pretty stupid. I am the one! <laughs> the end when he's fighting those all-comers in the, in the saxophone the super prison. Yeah. The, sax the, sax sax the French Navy was no, no good, you say? The no, French Navy wasn't that good. They weren't that good. The Spanish Navy was absolutely useless. The English Navy was becoming pretty good at that. Uh. Because they knew they had What is this they, good thing? I mean, I mean, how can they be competent. good if they were like... Candy competent. Born. Oh, competent. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Can the government... I thought good is lost. Be competent. Jamie Carter. It's a little bit later in history, but... Jamie Carter says The movie version of the surrender of the fort in The Last of the Mohicans shows a kind of nice version of things. Can the government have honor... Jimmy Carter says yes. Jimmy Carter says yes. And now they're all doing the this. government be open and honest. Jimmy Carter says yes. Jimmy Carter says yes. And then there was Billy Beer. Don't forget that. The greatest president in the history of American presidency. James Carter. James Earl Carter, Jr., President of the United States. Lusting in his heart. On the pages of Playboy magazine. Did you guys do a cover of yeah. it? <laughs> it's kind of catchy. Almost. <laughs> Why didn't they have an Obama song like this? 
they probably do, but we just haven't found it yet. No, nobody does. They're afraid of looking foolish, so they don't do these old-time political things no more. Well, I think it also takes time. You know, this is... Like this come out in Carter's time, maybe. There's one for Reagan. There's one for Nixon. I hadn't heard one for Clinton, though. I guess that Cl- I didn't hear one for Bush. There was, Nixon's the one was the Nixon's song, right? No, there's a different one for Nixon. There's that one where he sings on this same uh, deal. He sings about uh, the um, great Richard Nixon. Remember that one? The great Richard Nixon. Can the government be competent? Jimmy Carter says yes. Jimmy Carter says yes. Can our government yeah. be honest? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Carter says yes. Yeah. Jimmy Carter says yes. All right. Well, he does say yes. Jimmy Carter said yes. A long time ago. Yeah, but he's still saying when it. When he was in Diva. <laughs> he, he doesn't go away. He still says yes all the time. Actually, he was just in the news today. Yes, yeah, he was. No, that's what he I mean. was, he was saying the yes today. What was and he in the, the news today for? He was answering the world's questions. He still does, you know. He's uh, yeah, but one he of those great presidents get to do after they're gone. Right. He was certainly being denounced the for saying that America was still like racist. Racist. Did you expect him to actually come out and say anything other than a, some sort of denouncement of America? He never says anything good about America. But there is nothing good about America. Yes, let's get that let's to get our thick skulls. America skulls right reeks now. and rots. It's rancid like a rack of rotten bananas. America's not the s- solution to the world's problems. America is the world's problem. And so, having solved the world's problems, we marched on to victory. Boy, it's great to be a sub-genius, eh? Uh-oh, we passed our deadline. How'd that happen? Well, time is elastic out here. Who's the leader of the top that's in the USA? I used to watch this show. I was so happy. I loved Because I knew it was the 50s. And I, was you know what I, liked? I liked it when they opened those big drawers up and pulled out a cartoon. Now, yeah, those drawers. I, I love those drawers. I wanted to go through those drawers. I could think of nothing about... The cartoon didn't mean anything to me. It was the drawers that were the important thing. That chest of drawers was so cool looking. It was drawn like a... Oh. I always wanted them to show the cartoon, and they never did. Well, I wanted did. them to show the cartoon. I remember the drawers. What do you mean they never showed the cartoon? Every now and then they would finally do it, but usually they would just show some stupid skit or something. Yeah. I wanted to see a damn cartoon. To me, it was all about, I wish they would leave the room long enough for me to rifle through all those drawers and see what else is in there. I just kind of wonder. quiet, and there's Philo sneaking yeah. over at 3 in the morning to, to yeah. look in this special drawn drawer. Yeah, it was funny. I had this fetish for drawers when I was a kid. It's like my mom, you know, anytime they lost something in the house, it was like, oh, I can't find the blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's in the third drawer down on the, the left in, the your, in your night table, Mom. How do you know where that is? 
Have you been well, rummaging been, through my drawers again? I've just done the... I did an inventory. I just, it wasn't so much rummaging through yeah. the drawers. I just had to know yeah, where everything really was. Sure. Yeah. Control, yeah, you sure. know, it was all about inventory. And, right. It's all about uh, just a complete, a complete database for insurance purposes. Yeah, that's what it was. Sure. And my dad's playbook. Hi. Scene was pretty strange. That's what I liked about that one, the American astronaut. 
Remember that one? Yeah. I love that one. It was great. There's like this one planet. It's a planet of all guys. And the most famous guy on the planet is the boy that once saw a woman's breasts. And so he's like, he's most famous because he gives lectures all over the planet of only guys to talk about what it was like once seeing. And maybe it was, I can't remember if he saw a real woman or just a picture. Didn't we talk about this in the last episode? We We may have because I've always wanted to put together a film festival of of those kinds of move men, women. Not the last episode, but I think we did talk about it at one out there. Not the last episode of the Puzzling Evidence Radio Free for All Jam. That was freaking me no. out, man. No, there we talked about your training class again. We generally talk about more the training class in at least once uh, or all twice. All about the training the wheels in my class. You're of sex and success in real estate. I'm trying to still trying to figure out. I'm, I know that I've been to the class a lot of times. I'm just trying yeah, to understand I, I knew some you were of the relationships. It, by the way, you still owe a registration yeah. fee, and you're right. Right. Well, I'll be bringing that as soon as you deliver on that lunch that we were supposed to get. Well, that's in the faculty lounge. Uh, you simply have to make an yeah, appointment. You know, I know. I, I'll be there. I don't go any place. To me, that was the whole idea. If, I, if you have a place that's worth going to and has some kind of intellectual content to provide, they ought to be given out a free lunch. Well, it has its charms, and Mrs. Mahujanson serves up the mashed potatoes. If they can't the... give out the free lunch, it's like, you know, I'm going to go to the place that maybe the content isn't as great or the... Also, I don't really got, care about um, it so much, but they have a free lunch. They really want me in there really bad. The, it, just, uh, it just shows me corn how bin. to the degree to which they will go to get me in there is how big is the banquet-style lunch portions. Well, that's just it. They are banquet uh, chicken dinners. and uh, It'll be chicken cordon bleu. I like that one. That's a good banquet one. That one in Salisbury steak. Salisbury. Mm, Salisbury steak. Yeah, that's Salisbury's a well-known worldwide steak region. Yeah. In yeah. England. On the plains of the plains of Salisbury is yes, where Salisbury Stonehenge. Plain. You know those those famous steers, Stonehenge Stonehenge steers. Steers that uh, give up their lives for the famous Salisbury steaks. And you'd never steer anybody wrong? Never. Unless they wanted to be steered wrong, and then, of course, that would be my Those, uh, desire to Salisbury give them what they Those Salisbury steaks wanted. are so famous. They're so good. They're, They're so good. The roast beef of old England, they used yes. to say. Salisbury known the world over. Maybe there's a stake in your future. There should be some... some hormel brand chili. Neighbor, how long has it been before you het yourself to a warm steaming bowl of wolf brand chili? Well, my, that's too long. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Very effective ad, I would thought. I remember that guy. I had more respect for him than just yeah. about any other guy on TV. He had a right. great commercial, didn't he? He was... There was nothing but the pure truth coming out of that commercial. Now, I'm sure you've seen that werewolf movie, The Howling, have you not? Oh, uh, yeah. You remember Slim Pickens is uh, the uh-huh. sheriff, who's also a werewolf. And yeah. He's seen eating out of a can of wolf, wolf brand, brand chili, chili. That's right. in one shot. Yeah. 
What better? Yes, brand of chili to detail they inserted your, your for the foray into the development and It's like of a, what wolf, they call an Easter egg. Wolfman. I want an Easter egg. 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 Your adventures into lycanthropy. Well, you can call it that, but I'm not a good candidate. You'd call it lycanthropy. Some. But I call it lycanthropy. Why? Yes, I can say that uh, although the moon does have its effect on me, I am not a, a candidate for werewolfery or whatever you would call it. Uh, that transformation would be too difficult in me. Yes, but it would far be. easier in certain others who bear like the telltale signs. <laughs> hmm, so you've got the telltale signs too. That's a, that's pretty uh, hard on me. Uh, there's uh, two werewolves here and just me. Uh, it's not a. Those odds aren't good. It's good to know that the food supply won't be going low anytime soon. Hmm. Werewolf or werewolf. And, of course, these werewolves are known by their identifying cry of, How old is she? <laughs> See, there's uh, a caller. Stand, come and be noticed, friend. Stand up and be counted. Stand up and take your place in human history. Come up and be recognized. What's the countersign? Uh, Thank you. That'll be $27.42. Did you wake up for the show this morning? Wake up. I woke up, as I always wake up, in a panic. Go! In a pathetic puddle of poodle piggle. That was a long time ago. <laughs> well, uh, that was, I suppose we should that let bygones didn't mean be bygones. That. We forgave that poodle. Yes, we forgave it. It's easy for to forgive somebody else's poodle for outraging somebody else. We saw that poodle at the uh, Dragon's Breath Mystery Theater. We, um, but did the poodle see you? It did, and not only did it see us, and it was this large dog, but it had been cut in this preposterous poodle, pompadour poodle do. Uh, suddenly, a whole raft of other dogs, you know, canine Americans, uh, uh, materialized, and they started running roughshod through the entire crowd, uh, uh, ruining the entire... Hmm. I mean, these dogs, they could not be restrained. They were barking and slobbering and drooling and howling and scratching. Oh, and that's such a shame. Such a shame. Hate the way those dogs... Although one of them ran up and gave me a big slobber on the nose, which I thought, well, that was nice of that one. That was like an affectionate gesture. I guess I have no objection there. They say a dog's mouth is pretty clean. And why do they say that when you consider what a dog does with its mouth? Anyway, uh, so there it was. And, uh, yes, and yes, he fades off into the sunset. Eager at last to participate in his own own show, his own sex and real estate seminars. Running down the road. Oh, uh, I didn't get that. Hold on, I, the phone. Just a second, let me play. Yeah. I have proven that I am all right. Oh, yeah. That's okay. We never doubted you. Just come in from the cold, and uh, we have some werewolf pills we can give you that will uh, help you with your... Yes, that's right. Today, science has a pill for everything. Um, it's a non-toxic amount of uh, silver powder. my home. In a, 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 a matrix, as we call it. That I can be its master. I shall perfect my own race of people. Okay. A race of atomic supermen. Oh, no, atomic supermen. To the world. Hey, 
megalomaniac. Super oh, that was the Super 8 of Smith. Oh. Smith and Jones. Another megalomaniac. Welcome to the parade. They were called of Smith and Jones. They, were, they came out of Arkansas. Some say Smith. The, uh, some, some say, say Jones. Jones. And they but either one of them can wipe. Uh, Rip the skin rip the from your skin bones. From Gary's bones. That would be what we call Gary a worst case come scenario. Gary should to Arkansas. To Portland, Arkansas. Why won't he go Gary? Well, Arkansas. if he did, should go. Wouldn't that create a, well, a call a rift in the universe of space time. time continuum. Yeah. Plus, you'd have to find a place to sleep, and you'd have to figure out some place to put his... But he could Surf race up there in his cool car if I approach it. He I would race that. up. He wouldn't stop to look at the world's he largest hollow log or anything. Exactly. The other I'm going to look at the world's Where's largest hollow Where's McMinnville, Oregon? McMinnville? You mean where... Where they don't allow the, no women. It's where, where the... Uh, lives. No. It's where the Howard Hughes Spruce Goose is. Oh, I see why you'd want to go. That's where Frank McMahon lives now. Cool, man. We'll have to call Frank and see if we can crash at his house. Or crash into his house? I forgot. There what ain't no excuse for a goose on the loose in the prosperous time. They built its own... What? What do you say? They're going to let it out for a special trial flight. They're auditioning for pilots now. It's a million years old. Yeah, I know. That's why it's dangerous. Look at all the pilots who are lined up. crazy. They've got to do it before the end of the show. Well, we can do is check on all the uh, so systems. It built its here. own hangar, and underneath its wings are other aircraft. So at some point it'll go up there. But other aircraft? Other little, littler aircraft, which is about every other aircraft in the world, are nestled under its big wing, wooden wow. wings. Aircraft of Charles Littler. Yeah, quite a builder. In fact, he built every other aircraft there was. I'm going to hurry up with this liquid slack. Because we we're almost over. Yeah. Once again, I must introduce this. It's almost St. Stupid's Day because it's almost X Day because it's almost Christmas because it's almost Halloween. It's almost Burning Man. There's so much stuff. Burning Man's gone. Actually, I was communing with Pepper Mauser about Burning Man. He didn't go, right? I know, and he said he didn't miss it. And every entry in his Burning Man page on his Facebook thing is constantly about Burning Man because he didn't miss it at all. So yeah, but And everybody's asking him if he missed it and he's always having to say I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it and then if you look at this all of his input, input is about <laughs> Burning Man. Well he was missed I've got to say. We were all wondering if the living room was out there but we never found it. But we had uh, a great uh, place to be. But I don't know if I told you that my pal Pamela goes out to the airport and she drives a little golf cart and she has a little uniform she she guides the pop play, the planes into the yeah that sounds like yeah it's a great job it's not the greeter it's the the uh, like the tugboat captain you know but then she gets the clown and pal around with the pilots uh, oh, and they shoot many pictures clown around while you're piloting a plane sure that's a great idea dr Howe. some of these pilots actually drink on the job they drink while they fly they have to fortify their nerve to be able to raise that thing that to to, to go against god's law of aerodynamics and actually lift a physical vessel heavier than air into the air 
that takes a lot of fortification. You've got to stiffen your nerve to be able to remember do that. Remember when they said heavier than air flight was impossible? Oh, well, maybe you wouldn't remember that. I remember that. I oh, remember I do. Okay. They said a bumblebee can't fly, too. Aerodynamically, it's impossible for a bumblebee to fly, and yet, somehow or another, no one told the bumblebee. Yeah, uh, it's easy. To, I mean, the one doesn't need to be all that aerodynamic when you don't weigh anything, but an airplane weighs a lot. That's that, why you sure, couldn't have it's a steam-powered flying machine the way they tried to build a number of times, but spruce goose is an unusual apply What a great idea, a plywood. Well, you would apply wood in a number of so situations. So much wood to use for planes. It doesn't make sense to Sorry, be yeah. chopping up entire Sierra, Nevada, Sequoia, Redwoods. They should make planes out of hemp, man. Toothpicks. To respect the environment. We could make a plywood plane out of them. It's impossible for me to understand what the logic of this. Well, now, don't let it fret you none. Argument. Take a stress pill and sit down. One of the channels, uh, one of the conspiracy channels had a story about the guys out uh, out in the desert that make the super cool aircraft that are super secret for the super big government military contracts. And just for fun, their hobby, they built a 263, I think it was the little comet that the Nazis had uh -oh. because they wanted to see what the radar signature was. Mm. And um, so they built a life-size version of this uh, state-of-the-art aircraft in 1944 uh -huh. and, put, and they had it on a on a little, they put it on a little stick uh -huh. and then shoot radar at it. And then when it's up on the stick, it's really amazing because you're seeing what this thing would have looked like had it been built and flown. And it was all plywood and stuff. And the signature uh -huh. was, in, in fact, very, very small. It was pretty cool. The problem was in those days, they didn't make avionics. So because they had big B-17 crews, and these little guys were supposed to go up in 20 seconds, just meet the B-17, shoot a bunch of things, kill a bunch Pilot of monsters, to bomber deer. Fly home. Approaching no target. In 20 bomber. seconds. That's Alpha, Romeo, Bravo, Tactical, So consequently, the bombers probably just went, yeah, went past you. Yeah, like the bomber's just going to be stationary up there while you're flying up to get it. While you're going through it so fast, you're like, help the bombardier. In fact, the first one, it's called the Nutter. The first Nutter that was flown off, it was launched off a telegraph pole. It was just a huge amount of firework on a telegraph pole. The just took off. I was supposed to guide once he got going. The very first one that took off, the guy just went, snap. All gone. Yeah. Hey, I think it. I think humans need, you know, like they, nobody understood anything about G's and balls. Foolish yeah. humans. Foolish humans. The best or part the, was Squadron 600's uh, squadron patch was Baron von Munchausen sitting on the cannonball. Oh, man, that's so, so they, cool. They understood what they were doing. That's so cool. And the liquid fuel for the thing, sometimes you can bounce just right. Slim Pickens sitting on the, the hydrogen bomb would have yeah. been pretty cool. Yeah. That would, I'm sure somebody did a spot patch of that, that in the yeah. Air Force, yeah. That's us. No, no. Well, it would have had to been after 63. Yeah, and it would have been oh. secret because no Air Force, no official Air Force thing would Good, have uh, that was so embraced it. It's so wonderful. Yeah. I mean, there was many bomb, military yeah. people that were portrayed very, uh, very uh, uh, positively in that, in that movie. There's a wonderful HBO film called The Life and Death of Peter Sellers, I think it is, with. Rush, he was what's so his name? Uh, Rush guy. The guy Jeffrey, Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush, yeah. Jeffrey Rush. Played Sellers, and he's um, 
they touch on all that. He was supposed to play the Slim Pickens part. And he ends up playing like six parts. Yeah, well, he and he, and he balked at that, you know, and, and Kubrick said, no, no, you got to play all these parts. And so he, he devised a strategy and he came in with a, a, a fake cast on his fake hurdy leg and just kept it there until finally Kubrick said, okay, you don't have to play the guy riding the bomb. Because he did all his other parts. He thought that was yeah. enough. But the movie's the movie's great. The, uh, the yeah, so uh, I can't remember his name. The director washed apparently Seller shot sixteen as Super Eight. You know, just like we used to. <laughs> we used to. And he looked at all that stuff. And you can see places in the movie where Rush is so eerily like Sellers that you're, everybody else is an actor, but this one guy looks just like he's a seller. cool actor. Way right? moves. Yeah, he's a great he's actor. Like, wow. Really cool. and it's a great little movie because he. You know, Peter Sellers made that comment about how he has no personality, that he would take on the personalities of people around him. And he, in the movie, the people in the movie, and a, a lot of the movie pivots around Sellers' wife. The actress playing that person is perfect. I mean, for a, for an anchor to the whole story. And at one point, they have an argument. It's the argument where they're going to split up. And she turns and walks out of the scene. And the next scene, you see her from behind, and it's now Rush in drag playing her. He oh turns around, God. walks into a Foley studio, and redoes the the argument the way he would like it to be. Oh, I love you. I would love you forever. You know her part. It's just like wow. It's mind-boggling. A really nice movie. And yeah. apparently, and the last scene is an apocryphal scene, but it may have actually happened where he was supposed to meet with uh, uh, the what's the director for the the uh, cat series and um, cats. No, the, uh, the the detective series he did. And the Pink Panther. Oh, and Pink he, Panther. He yeah. went to the restaurant, and stood outside, just stood there, and didn't move until that was Blake said, Edwards. Blake Edwards, Mr. Edwards. I think that's Mr. Sellers out there. And he looked, and he came out, and he just kind of walked around him and stared at him. And Sellers never moved the entire time. And, and then uh, in the movie, Blake Edwards kisses him and goes back to the restaurant. It's just they. And then they detailed when they have the. That's the last scene of the actual movie. And he dies four months later, and they have this rolling credit thing about how. He was on his fourth wife, didn't like her, and it was meaning to write her out. But instead, of course, the person he hated got all the rights to everything. I think his poor kids got like 5000 bucks each or something. You know, idiots. And it took years of fighting. They finally got it wrangled out. But it was like yeah. the evil person got all the yeah. just by accident because he just went... Uh, uh, just well, looks like we're getting some calls. 845, uh, you got... Nine minutes of air. Yeah, Chip stop. Chip stop. Chip stops faithful. Yep. He'll burn up his his phone card just to talk to us. It's too bad we don't I have eight hundred numbers. Now what's the uh, what's all the hubbub? Bob? Well, that just kind of uh, devalued. Hey, don't forget our fall fun drive started. But Chip stop's probably not going to Oregon. Oh, no Oregon. No Oregon. Now, our, did you see our uh, our Tuesday, Tuesday, September 15th? It seems like our fun drive started. Your yep. fun drive. That's fun drive with KPFA. That's a great uh, way to get involved. An amazing station. Yeah, yeah. And let them know how, what you think, how great you think the show is. And quit breaking our stuff. Yes, just send us brick bats or bouquets. We have more guests in here, but as soon as we have a few guests, you people come in here and start breaking our stuff. Yeah, what is this rowdyism anyway? It's not. They're like they're not even rowdy. It's like they're just clumsy. They're just clumsy. Maladroit, eh? Yeah, that's they're like a bad left hand, an evil side. 
one from the... Well, I hate to have your view of human nature, but what can I say? You've nailed it on the head. Oh, sorry. On the side of the devil. The devil has made himself known. Yes, Satan can quote scripture, too, for his own purpose. Yeah. What is happening over here? Ask a question, and you cannot get your connected to your mail server. Many years ago, uh, I was in a 7-Eleven, and I saw this trashy magazine on the stands, and it had the headline for one of its articles, Oh my God, I just made love to the devil. That was the uh, headline. I felt like was that like in the uh, Weekly World News? Something or? that they don't have anymore. One of those. Uh, but uh, you know, I was wondering how do you how would that be read out loud? Is it like uh, you just made a mistake, or oh my God, I just made love to the devil, or is it more like oh my God, I just made love to the devil? Or maybe and it's then, like oh my God, oh my God, I just God, made love, I just to, the made love to the devil. <laughs> The uh, subhead was just like Rosemary's baby. Uh, apparently, a similar impregnation by Lucifer had occurred, and this coverage now, of it was, uh, you know... Speaking of Rosemary's baby, that brings me to one of those uh, little Hollywood stories I always That's heard. That's Hollywood. And that was that at the during the scene uh, where the devil uh, in Rosemary's baby is making love to... Isn't that a fascinating scene? ...to Mia Farrow, that the character, the person that actually played... The devil was Frank Sinatra. Well, have you heard that rumor? No. Yes, because you know he and the Farrell were very uh, hot. Yes, at the time. I know. But uh, Roman Polanski didn't bring Sinatra onto his set. Just as a joke. No, that dressed him up like the devil. Not true. And had him. No, no. I think the joke Come is on. the story itself. No, no. Yeah, that may be true. <laughs> You're, you're Why couldn't like you let me live that conspiracy? Where, where the, the girl's okay. dad does come home from the war, and the whole time in the movie, you keep Sorry. thinking he's going to be dead, but no. The A very long engagement? Movie, Did you see that? No, fairies. And oh, he, fairies. And he comes fairies, home yeah. from the war, and he picks her up, and the... You only get about six frames, but you realize it's Mel Gibson really close. I, well, I guess he's one of the silent producers because he's not in the credits. And he doesn't play it for himself, but it's just long enough to go, whoa. Yeah, it's like another movie I saw a while back that Jerry Lewis does a walk on. And it's like, what? Yeah. It was like. I love that stuff as a kid. It's like, yeah. cool, man. Everybody's on everybody's a walk show. on. Yeah. That's what they used to call them. And they rarely had a, even a line of, of dialogue. But you'd get to see them, and they were uncredited. And yeah, yeah. In the movies, it was known as a cameo. Yeah, a cameo. And uh, there are a lot of them. Uncredited appearances. I have to move. Like, so I'm going to look for the uncredited appearance of uh, Frank Sinatra. Okay, well, well if that were true, it would calling. surprise me. But in a way, nothing would surprise me. All right. For we'll example, have a great one. In the first Men in the Moon, uh, Peter Finch plays a process server without being credited. In Terry Gilliam's Baron von Munchausen film, Robin Williams plays um, the king of everything, formerly the king of the moon, Ray de Tuto. 
Brady and, Tuto, uh, and he's not credited. Isn't that amazing? In the credits, he's credited yeah, as Roy D. Tuto. There are all yeah. kinds of reasons you do that. Some business, some some just for fun. I always yeah. love that. I love that, too. You, you know, I think and it's very cool uh, to show up and not In Shakes the Clown, in he's also only in the credits as Mime Jerry. Or I have my name there. What's the deal with that? Because it yeah, did you see, speaking of clowns, did you see that other one he was in with Ed Norton? I thought it was great. Uh, the Death of Smoochie. I have it That's a on great video. One. You should check that out. Yeah, That's Chicken really gave it his hearty, ringing endorsement. It's hilarious. But it's about the Barney phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah, and another... It's like if, the bar, if you were the first creature, you were the, the, the greatest... Uh, children's show host and then all of a sudden the Barney phenom happened to you and you were completely um, you know dominated by the Barney phenom how you would feel Robin Williams plays the, the guy who gets dominated it's hilarious you should check it out I have got it I'll now. just have to schedule some time to watch it you never watch How's that's because that I've got to make the the rent money and pay back the money I've owed and so forth and so on and I've got to sit there working and not raising my head to look at the uh, you have to make money to pay money that's a, that sounds like a rat race, like a vicious cycle to me. Yes, but you can help me get off it. Because if you take my course in success and sex I've and taken that estate. course so many times, and I told you the last time, unless I get that free lunch, I won't be coming next time. Well, we'll give you the lunch, but remember, you have to give me the free money. Okay, that's all right. We'll print up some more in our basement. Say, what is this? That George Washington's name is misspelled on this bill. That's okay. They won't mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nobody reads anymore. Yes, they all look at the internet. They don't even know what real money's like. You know, this, they'll just tell them it's PayPal. It's printed PayPal money. And they'll say, okay. Some who said that great promise. Some. Did you ever hear of old Mr. 880, Philo? Hmm. I remember old English a, 800. No, this guy was... Um, the Treasury Department tried to catch him for years. He was the one counterfeiter they could never catch. He was case number 880. Uh, but the reason they couldn't catch him was he was this oddball who counterfeited $1 bills. And they were of exceptionally bad quality, but he could always pass them. And he did have George Washington's name misspelled and, and other things. And they tried and tried and tried to catch him, and they never could. And then he threw away his equipment, and some kids found it and tried to print money on toilet paper. They got caught. It was traced back to them, and it was traced back to Mr. 880. And when he came into court, he was more than 85 years old, and they, wow. they just let him loose, you know. And then... Uh, uh, he would he boast that he, that he was Mr. 880 and he had beat wow. the system and so forth. Remember the uh, guy who used to draw all those beautiful dollar bills and then yes. as a yeah. trade? I knew a guy who was a mail fraud artist and he would draw the most beautiful stamps. They looked just like real You had to touch them and realize that they, they even looked embossed. He would draw those shadows on them to make them look like they were raised, you know. Amazing. Amazing. Great, but risky, since if you do that, your own address, your return address. Very risky. I couldn't believe he did it. But he was they were so perfect, and there's such a variation in stamps these days that, you know. Yeah, you could do it. You could kind Just of do it, get man. away with it, I guess. But. Yes, I think in I fact, sometimes stamp. they'll mail you a letter if you just put a green stamp on it. Or, but a lot of the time they won't. You, know? you never know. They still about make what green stamps. 
No, they don't around. don't have them, but you can still keep get them. You know, you on still, eBay, I bet you can buy S and H green stamps. You can buy anything. Uh, I like to use old stamps that have not been demonetized, but but are not used anymore. And, so you uh, like put forty two one cent stamps on the front of an envelope? Uh, cool old. They uh, used to have cool half cent stamps. And, and, yeah, yeah, old airplanes. And little world. Yeah. I've got one which I haven't put on anything yet, which uh, has a tiny picture of soldiers with their helmets on watching a movie in the jungle. And it's all on one little stamp that's like three cents or something. Wow. Um, I've got a lot of those. Many of them show Franklin yeah, D. Like Roosevelt. And, uh, no, it I've got happen. it. I'll it show you happen. that stamp. It really good. I have it. You can see it. I'll show it to you. I, I believe you, Dr. Howe. I do. And you know how I got it? You got you to keep hearing it, Bob. One of the first things you'll learn in my course in success in real estate is how to get these stamps. And it's it's very simple. Every now and then, if you look for it, there is an offer that will come to you from the Mystic Stamp Company. Offering, say, we'll give you, that used to be 500 now they say 300 stamps for $5. Uncanceled U.S. stamps just for starting the wonderful new hobby of stamp collecting. I and did then that once. they'll try to hook you on stamp collecting, but not realizing that you've already got all the stamps you want and you're actually going to use them on envelopes instead of put them in a, in a little uh, a glassine uh, window. But they don't care because they got your five bucks and that's the important thing. They would actually like it because you're using those stamps which makes the ones they have rarer. Well, that's all for this time and I'll see you next time on the award-winning Puzzling Evidence Show.